This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Over to Mississauga now. It's the seventh largest city in Canada and wants to be independent rather than being governed as part of Peel Region. A lot of this is about money. But first, I'd like to hit another big item for Ontario's big cities, and that is the Ford government's cancellation of the retroactive cuts to municipalities. On the line, we have Mississauga Mayor Bonnie Crombie. Welcome. Hi. Hi, Libby. How are you? And uh, guess what? We're the sixth largest city in Canada, third largest in Ontario. We're very, very proud of that. Okay. I must have an old figure. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, first of all, what is your reaction to the cancellation of the retroactive cuts and how will it impact the residents of Mississauga? So, we were very pleased that the government is listening. They're listening to the mayors. Certainly, Minister Clark met with the large urban mayors of Ontario last Friday, and we told him about the impact of the cuts. We felt that there wasn't enough consultation, and of course, we are very concerned about the retroactive nature, because as you know, two things. First of all, we're the only level of government that can't run a deficit, so we're always, our books are always balanced. And secondly, we've already, uh, we've already passed our budgets, so there's no opportunity to go back for more money to our residents until next year we're in for next year's budget. So it was going to be a very difficult situation, but I'm very pleased that they listened. Now, that's not to say that the cuts aren't very difficult for all the municipalities, all the cities, but the good news is there's more time for us to work with them on finding efficiencies elsewhere uh, and proving to them that we are well-run and we're well-managed and efficient as it is, and uh, maybe we could find savings somewhere else. And... Were the areas that were going to be hit in Mississauga the same as those in Toronto, public health, child care, ambulance? Exactly. All of those in more public health are the big ones, uh, long-term care, child care subsidy, all of that that you described. It's the same across the province. And and are you now going to be able to look elsewhere, or is this a matter of just, you know, kicking the problem down the road? going to be the same problem when you get to it. It is the same problem. So it was $38 million worth of cuts to the region of Peel, two-tier government. Um, But there is an opportunity to work with the government. They also paused Bill 108. Uh, and for further consultation, which we also advocated for. We wanted an opportunity to speak further on the impact of Bill 108 on the municipality. So they're listening. So we're hopeful that we have, you know, another uh, six, mo- six, seven months to convey to the government uh, the difficulty uh, of this downloading onto the municipalities. Do you think this marks a kind of a, a, a new era in consultation. They've just been doing things so quickly. This is not the first time that they've backed off of something. You know, I'm saying they had to because of the hue and cry. Do you think or do you have any indication that their approach might change or, you know, can we expect more of the same? Uh, well, I'm very hopeful that uh, now that, as you suggest, this isn't the first time that they've come to realize that perhaps more fulsome consultation out front 
uh, with the key stakeholders, namely the mayors and the municipalities, if they're the ones who are impacted, uh, would be the best course of action. Consultation up front rather than reaction later. Okay, but you, you, you don't know if that's going to happen. Oh, well, we don't know, Libby. <laughs> We're hopeful. And uh, in terms of, you know, efficiencies in your budget, you know, they keep saying this year it was one cent on the dollar. It's going to be four cents on the dollar. Is there four cents on the dollar that could be easily found in Mississauga? So I will tell you that Mississauga is one of the leanest communities, um, and we, we tell them every time we speak to them that we are their poster child for finding efficiencies. We find the neighborhood of four to five million in savings through different programs, lean being one of them, uh, which is a, a program to find cost efficiencies and uh, make programs more cost effective to operate. And over the past 11 years, we have found $60 million in savings to our residents that that is money that otherwise would have been on the tax bill. So in the beginning days, our city manager would challenge departments to come in, you know, cut 1% if they possibly can. And then now the trend is more towards finding savings through a program called Lean, which is just being a little more cost-effective and efficient in operating programs and services to our residents. So we've cut out red tape. We're trying to be, we try to be less bureaucratic. And here's one example. We've um, allowed the development industry to submit Submit their big development plans electronically through e-plans. It saves everyone a lot of effort and is proven to be extremely efficient and well well received. And other municipalities are moving to do the same. Uh, in terms of public health, we've all been talking about the cuts, but one aspect of this is that public health is going to be reorganized to ten public health units or areas. Uh, are you on board with that? Uh, it's a lot to digest. Certainly, they're taking, they're reducing the number of LINs and making it 10 different units from what we had had before. So it's a lot of change in a short period of time. And I'm very hopeful that we can, we will have the opportunity to continue to consult with the government so that they can realize the impact of all the changes, particularly the rapid nature of the changes on municipalities and on regions across Ontario. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you saying maybe you're not on board with that. <laughs> Well, we just need to ensure that the services support the unique characters of all of our cities and all our municipalities. Now, on to the question of of Mississauga, you know, divorcing Peel Region. Uh, The government is going to be voting on that sometime later. But basically, you say that you contribute, what is it, $85 million more than you get? $84 $84 million, and that's been corroborated. Uh, we originally looked at that number internally. We updated reports that we ha- we found uh, 15 years ago through the day-and-day study, and now Ernst & Young has corroborated that number. So, Libby, from our perspective, it's just time. Uh, as we started out your show, we're the third largest city in Ontario, the sixth in Canada. There are other regions where there are much smaller towns and municipalities, uh, and it makes sense for them to come together for, you know, uh, to pool resources for uh, large-scale public works projects. But for us, we have over-contributed to the region of Peel. We used to fund the region up to 70%. We're at 50% funding now. We have only 60% of the vote, 50%, excuse me, 60% of the funding, 50% of the vote. And when you look at it, the town of Caledon brings five councillors to the table at the region of Peel. 
uh, Canada is a population of 70,000 people. I have more people in most of my wards, and we only bring uh, 12 people to the regional table. So you can see there's an, a fundamental inequity, an imbalance. The system is broken. And we've proven over the years that we're sound fiscal managers, and we want the opportunity to govern our own affairs and control our own destiny. But, well, yes, there's savings of $84 million a year, but it's more about decision-making and not to have duplication of decisions at the city, then at the region, or the duplication of costs at the city, and then again at the region, in planning, in legal, in roads, um, etc. There's so much duplication. You and I both know it intuitively that it would be more cost-effective to want, run one level of government, not two. And, and finally... Uh Mayor, but wouldn't it wouldn't it really mess up those smaller municipalities like Brampton? Uh, Patrick Brown uh, has been uh, on a tear of trying to fight against this. <laughs> Patrick, uh, sorry. Well, the city of Brampton is larger today than we were when Hazel McCallion first took on the mantle. One city, one voice. They're not much smaller than we are, and frankly, they'll have to learn to stand on their own two feet. Uh, we've transferred seventy four million dollars to them, about another ten or eleven million to the municipality of Caledon, and it's time that $84 million is reinvested back into Mississauga and back into our own priorities so that our own residents benefit from it and our own businesses benefit from that money. You know, this year we raised taxes very responsibly, and and the Mayor Brampton chose to freeze taxes because he knew that there was funding coming from the city of Mississauga to support him. So it's been a long time. They talk about us contributing, talk about Brampton contributing to our infrastructure, but that's really muddied the waters because it's development charges um, that has supported the building of those types of infrastructure and and certainly not their budget. Okay, uh, Mayor Crombie, what would you like to leave us with in about 30 seconds? Uh, I'd like everyone to know that Mississauga is a well-run, very cost-effective city. We're fiscally responsible, and we feel that it's time for us to manage, uh, to govern our own affairs and control our own destiny. The region of Peel is broken. We've over-contributed over the past 45 years, and we think it's an opportunity for ourselves and Brampton to stand on our own two feet and do the responsible thing um, and certainly reinvest that additional money, $84 million a year, into our own... for, for Mississauga's sake, into our own residents and in our own taxpayers and our own cities. Okay, Mayor Bonnie Crombie, thank you so much for being with us. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.